Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast from sunny Southern California. Welcome, welcome, welcome in. Uh, wait to hear what Baker Mayfield says about his time in Cleveland. Uh, we also have AJ Perez going to join us. Uh, he's going to cover the. He's been covering the the, the topic du jour which happens to be the topic of the day. Mm, that sounds lovely. In the Washington Commanders, we'll get to that. Um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving go off last night. The Nets advance. And oh yeah, by the way, Dan Byer remains the smartest man in America. He said both home teams last night. Granted, the Nets didn't cover, but is that in the spirit of it, I thought he had a really good feel. That was one of those they didn't cover but the game was never, never really felt in doubt, even though it was five points uh, midway uh, through the through, through the fourth quarter. Uh, we got some baseball thoughts for you. Daniel Jeremiah is going to join us as we get you ready for the NFL draft. You also heard from Dan with his update in regards to the Carolina Panthers potentially moving down. Uh, Pat Beverly does the Pat Beverly thing. How do we react to it? We got a lot. Oh, and we have a a midway. It's Wednesday. Uh, we we find uh, a topic in the middle of the show in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day, that tries to kind of uh, uh, stimulate a different part of your brain. All that's coming up. But uh, l- l- let me get to this. Um, there are people out there who believe that something I comment on has to do with my feelings of social, socially where I am, left or right, uh, how my feelings are about certain individuals and human beings, or, or maybe maybe it's some bias that was carried from my own life and career, both in sports and in media. And um, 
One of the things I think I do a pretty good job of, and you guys listen to me, some of you every day, some of you for 15 years, I, I, I say things that are wrong. I, I make mistakes. I guess on things. But I also know certain things to be absolutely positively true. I have never once for one moment thought that, that the commissioner of the NFL was in any trouble of not finishing out his tenure whenever he wanted. I'm talking about Roger Goodell. But it's because of the same reason that I think, I think the Washington football team will ultimately change hands. Because at the end of it, rich people got rich by understanding the market that they're in, where the market is going, and more than anything, what's going to make them richer. You know, it's my mom's uh, been an interior designer for her entire professional life. And in the mid to early 80s, um, she was designing the insides of, do you guys remember Baskin Robbins? Do they still have Baskin Robbins 31 flavors stores? Sure, yeah. Okay, so Baskin Robbins used to have all these stores and it used to be a lot bigger. This is before kind of the Froyo push and then ice creams come back out. Now we have rolled ice cream. We got every different kind of ice cream, custard as well, right? All of this stuff. If you think back to the mid 80s, Okay, you had, at least where I grew up, you had Thrifty, which is now Savon, which is now something else, which was like the low end, you go in, quarter a scoop. Yes, I know it's hard to believe, a quarter a scoop. And then kind of the mid-range Ben and Jerry's restaurant, Ben and Jerry's before there was Ben and Jerry's, or before there was a nationwide run of Ben and Jerry's uh, ice cream shops, there was 31 flavors. And uh, for my mom just doing the space planning and design when everything, the colors, which were like pink and black were already picked out. It was, it was work that it wasn't beneath her, but it didn't stimulate her. So she started on the side. Um, a couple friends were doctors that uh, played, you know, youth sports with me or my brother or my sister or whatever. And she started doing, and my dad who was an out of work college basketball coach started marketing her. They began their own firm. And I, I remember at, at when I was really young, and by really young, I mean 10, 11, 12 years old. At some point in time, I just assumed, because if we go back to when we were kids, now things have dramatically changed, right? And you have to, here's the change. When we were kids, the people that lived on the hill, the people that had the big houses, their parents were doctors and lawyers, right? Now... It's tech. Now it's financial investments. Now it's real estate. Those are the people with the money, right? And maybe commercial real estate and residential real estate. Maybe those people always, but at least the perception, my perception as a kid, I grew up in Southern California was doctors are rich. Lawyers are rich. Do you guys have that? Anybody else have that? Okay. And my mom told me something that resonates with me to this day. And I said, mom, this has got to be great. Like you're designing hospitals and medical office buildings with doctors. They're rich. So they got to get the nicest stuff. And the nicest stuff has a, you know, the same percentage of markup, you know, that, that you have. But when it's like, right, like if you mark it up 10%, 10% on a purchase of $1,000 is $100. 10%, right? 10% on $10,000 is $1,000. It's, it's greatly increased. And she looked me square in the eye and she said, that you don't understand how it works. So what was that? She said, the richest people are oftentimes the most frugal people, right? Because they, many of them did not come from a ton of money. And even the ones they did, they want to protect their money. And some of it is being smart with your money and not just spending it. But a lot of it is also the fact that they just inherently want to protect what they have. All right, let's get that to the Dan Snyder story. I don't think that the mascot thing, when he wouldn't change and stuck his, his, his heels in the dirt and said, I'm not changing the Redskins, and obviously that's been changed, I don't think that gets him. The uh, investigation into uh, the treatment of people, but especially women in their workplace, he smartfully and kind of artfully put his wife in charge of the then Washington football team and now Washington commanders. But the news that came out yesterday, 
the news of the past couple of weeks, the news of potentially two different books of bookkeeping, and then keeping money from the other owners with deceptive accounting practices. Well, that changes things. NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy told multiple reporters in a statement, we continue to cooperate with the Oversight Committee and have provided 210,000 pages of documents. The NFL has engaged former SEC chair Mary Jo White to review the serious matters raised by the committee. Okay, those serious matters are shady accounting practices within the Washington Commander's organization. And they deal directly with what they reported in terms of earnings. When you get the government involved, there's two parts to it that the rest of the owners will get ticked over. One, on the surface, we told you rich people like their money. Everybody likes their money, but nobody likes their money more than people who have a lot of it. They want to make more of it. So he was shorting, shorting the count, essentially. You know, shorting the count. So on one level, they're mad that he wasn't he wasn't throwing into the pot as much as he was supposed to throw into the pot. On the other hand, there's the if we don't punish this owner, if we don't act like this is an outlier, what's to stop uh, the government from investigating the entire league and looking at all of our books? The reason that lawsuits against the NFL by and large get settled is not because all of the lawsuits have validity. It's because they don't want you going into their books with discovery. They just don't. Don't want you going in their cell phones. Don't want you going in their emails. Don't want you going in their books, period. I have never believed that Dan Snyder would be forced to sell the team until now. This stuff is bad. Way worse than than uh, Ross, you know, incentivizing losing, which everybody in sports knows happens. The only question is, did he actually offer a financial incentive to lose? But like, we're acting like this is, oh my God, what are you talking about? The Bucks did it. The, the Sixers did it. Um, the Hawks have done it. The Astros did it and won a World Series. They still had to cheat to win the World Series, but they still did it and won a World Series. Like, go through sports, and this is the more, you know, they're all doing it. And going into that year, we thought it was going to happen. We saw the Jets do it the previous year. So, I do I think the Dolphins could potentially, maybe, maybe, that one feels like, Ross's political leanings, throwing a Trump fundraiser, that one feels like a coup d'etat because Brian Flores didn't feel like he was part of what they wanted to do. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that were bothered in a completely divisive time over that. I don't think that one, to this point, has any sort of evidence that will cause that to happen. And, and, and you're like, why are you talking about the Washington Commanders? Because in the National Football League, the Washington Commanders, the formerly known as the Redskins Washington football team, that's one of the biggest and most important franchises in all of sports. The Wizards are fun. The Nationals won a World Series. That is a Redskins town. And oh, yeah, by the, te- by the way, that's the place of the leadership of the United States. It's a gigantic market, important market, and franchise. It's one that's been a represented championships and in all honesty joe gibbs is kind of like saint joe gibbs seen as a guy who did it the right way one with three different quarterbacks right i mean that's a six billion dollar plus franchise if it happens to change hands even without a new stadium which they will assuredly get the second the franchise changes hands so i i look at this and the fear of the government coming in and looking at their books. I told you guys this before in regards to college sports. P- people want to know why, why it's very important for all of these schools to have a conference home as the conference shifting alignment. And I was told a long time ago, like remember when Texas was going to join the Pac-10 and then became the Pac-12? Remember that? And I was at ESPN at the time and I broke the story of Missouri and A&M going to the SEC 
And the, the reason that the Texas thing didn't go through, the reason that that version of conference realignment didn't happen was the threat from senators, the, 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 the threat of representation in Washington, D.C., that if state universities at Power Five conferences get left out of those big paydays, well, we're going to have to review all the tax-exempt status of college sports. You get the government reviewing your policies and you get the government looking into your books and everybody gets squeamish, especially billionaires that own professional sports franchises that are tax shelters, loss shelters, wind shelters. They, they can stick everything in there, declare a loss on a yearly basis and pay very, very little in taxes. Meanwhile, they make money on the value of the club and they get to hang out with the best of the best of the best on every Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, or Monday. Like, I don't know if people understand how big this is. Dan Snyder's clearly made enemies everywhere he's gone. They're going to capone him, right? They're going to find something and this appears to be the one that'll stick. Wait, 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 hold on. The government came in they checked your books. You weren't paying us all that you should pay us. And oh yeah, by the way, you opened us up to the threat of the government coming into all of our offices. Yeah, I think this is a time when um, the the tribe has spoken. Right? I, I feel like this is Survivor and everybody's going up and showing that secret camera, Snyder. And he gets voted off the island. Give me your thoughts at Gottlieb Show. Add Gottlieb Show on Twitter, on IG, or the Doug Gottlieb Show fan page on uh, Facebook. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're well. Welcome in. Um, I want to get to this Baker Mayfield story in a second, but uh, as uh, and then AJ Perez will join a senior reporter for the front off for front office sports covering this Commander story. So Clayton Kershaw, he he finished the seventh. They're up six to nothing. He's throwing a perfect game, not a no hitter, a perfect game. A perfect game, 13 strikeouts through seven innings. And they take him out of the game. Only 80 pitches. Now, none of those pitches broke 91. Right? So it, it's all, I mean, you want to talk about that's pitching. That's not dealing. That That's pitching. That's locating. That's old Greg Maddox style. Um, but that's interesting that here he has a perfect game. Perfect. Perfect game. And they take him out uh, against the Minnesota Twins. And the Twins, like this, this is what immediately came to my mind. And I understand that people, well, we need fans of baseball. A perfect game is different. You're right. A perfect game is unique. Unique. I mean, you want to take a guess? How many perfect games there have been in Major League history? Do not look it up. Uh, Jay Stu, did you look it up? I can't see your computer, your keyboard. We, we just looked it up. Yeah, uh, Maybe Dan did not. And Byard, Dan's a huge Byard baseball fan. Byard probably knows it. That's the problem. <laughs> Byard, like, no. Byard like, goes into the savant thing, goes into the 23. No. The answer is 23. Definitely 23. Wapner for 23 perfect games. Okay, so let me just ask you guys real quick. Okay, before I tell you this story, your knee-jerk reaction when you saw him come out of the game. I'll start with you, Ramos. You're the most ardent. You and Jay Stewart are the most ardent Dodger fans. What was your reaction when they took him out? Uh, he's injury-prone in a long season. Uh, it's a tough call, Doug. I, I I was a little bit upset. I thought, I thought I'd let him go out there again, but it's just a tough call. Dave Roberts is, is probably pulling his hair out trying to figure out what was the right thing to do. I don't think he, either one was right, taking him out or leaving him in. So, I don't know. My initial response Ooh. would be, don't take him out. Let him go. Okay. That would be my initial response. Let Kirsch cook? Is that what you want? You let Kirsch cook? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, fair enough. This, this is a guy who's coming off of a year. Uh, last year, he was 10-8 and eight with a 3.55 ERA, which is his second highest ERA of his career. That goes back to 2008. That was his first year in Major League Baseball as a rookie. That's the only time his ERA was higher. Um, He started 22 games. He did not throw a complete game last year. 
He threw 121 innings, which uh, outside of the COVID year, that's the lowest number of innings, again, also since his rookie season. So he's on the back end of his career. I think all of us know that. Um, he is not their ace. He is not their second best, uh, second best arm. But he is, of course, kind of their stalwart, their legend. And, you know, he's won three Cy Youngs. He won an MVP back in, I think, 2014, right? He's led the league in ERA five different times. Led the league in uh, uh, starts and complete games twice, two, two consecutive years, and in innings pitched one year. So he's got a lot of tread worn off the tires. But at 34 years old, he's never thrown a perfect game. Byer, what'd you think of the decision? That's Dave Roberts for you. That's <laughs> Dave Roberts for you. Uh, Jay Stu, what'd you think of the decision? It's funny uh, Dan says that because on our Fox Sports Radio affiliate, AM570, I'm sure Dodger Talk's going to be filled with yeah. fans that hate this decision because they love to hate Dave Roberts. And in a lot of ways, I, I agree with them. But like, uh, this is a really tough decision. I would say this. An, a Kershaw injury is kind of inevitable. Like he, He's going to miss time this season, right? Yes. And that's six outs. And it doesn't mean that he's got to finish the game. If he walks a batter or gives up an error or hit, take him. But like, I... I I agree with the sentimental part of this. Leave him in the game so we can see something really special, especially after that lockout and the bad taste that it left in our mouth. Just, just what what is lost by leaving him in the game? Okay, I'll jump? tell you. Okay, so uh, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, June 1st. So we're creeping up. It's, you know, it's like a month and a half away. You guys remember Johan Santana? Right? For, I mean, he was at his peak. He was with the Twins. Johan Santana was a Met. And they were facing the Cardinals at City Field. And the Mets had never had a no-hitter thrown in their franchise history. 35 one-hitters, zero no-hitters. Johan Santana coming in the game had a 115-pitch limit that he discussed with his manager, Terry Collins. He threw 134 pitches. He threw the Mets' first ever no-hitter. Right? And uh, Collins went to him. And this is Johan Santana's quote. It was a recent article in the New York Post. I was sitting in the dugout. He told me that I was his hero, and that was the end of it. I told him I was not coming out of the game. So he allowed Santana to make the call. Right. Johan Santana was never the same. He had a 2.38 ERA before the no-hitter. He had an 8.27 ERA in the final 10 games of his season. He never pitched for the Mets again. He would never pitch in the majors again. Again, I understand they're different people. I understand they're different circumstances, but we're in April. Okay. The Dodgers have made, what was it? Made the playoffs. Is it, they won the division eight straight years. Did they not win the division last year? I can't. No, the remember. Giants won last year. Right. That was the first time, but seven straight years. Giants they won are the kings division. of the NL West. They yep. are not. Kings of the NL West, the Giants. They yep. were, okay. they are not. <laughs> okay. So the, the point is, the, the Dodgers' goal is not making the playoffs. Right? The Dodgers have made the playoffs plenty. They've made the World Series plenty. They want to win the damn thing again. The only time they won it is during the lockout, and we know how we look at, I mean, excuse me, during COVID, and we know how we look at championships during COVID. The Lakers did too. How much did that resonate? Not a lot. And they're not winning the World Series unless they have some form of Clayton Kershaw at the end of the year. And I'm telling you, chasing... Uh, granted, it's a perfect game, and it's something amazing, and it's it would it would be the pièce de résistance to an already first ballot Hall of Fame career of Clayton Kershaw. But I mean, you, what is the point of studying history if it's not our guide? It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let me just kind of give you a, a, an update, Dan. Did you see what just happened? I, I know you're 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 you got like a million things going for it. Dan's uh, Dan's little studio. I mean, there's TVs in there. There's buzzing. There's all kinds of different stuff. There's a, there's a bulletin board with things he has to get to. Did you see that Fezio? What he gave up a he gave up a hit in the in the subsequent inning in the eighth inning. Is that right? Do I have yes. that right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So the so 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 the no hitter is gone. Is is no perfect more. game. Perfect no game. Gone. Gone. There is no combined no hitter. No combined perfect game. Correct. But it's still going to be a, a great discussion. We'll have it throughout the show. AJ Perez joins us. He's a rec- senior reporter 
for Front Office Sports, and they're covering this commander story. And, and, and AJ, thanks so much for joining us. You know, it, it's funny. Um, I'm not one of these people that thinks the Dolphins are going to change hands. Uh, there's lots of things. Pe- people want to believe that there's a Donald Sterling thing out there for so many of these guys. But when it affects the bottom line and the possibility of the government getting involved in looking at other franchises' books, it feels like this version of the Dan Snyder story is different. Am I am I wrong? No, you're not. I think that that's a that's a good read. I it's you know once you start talking about money and not just you know him allegedly holding back money from you know, other owners, it also impacts the cap. And then NFLPA, I'm sure, is looking into. Oh, how you know how it how it impacted it went. It, it was according to the FTC. It went. In, or sorry, the letter from the the oversight committee to the FTC. It went it went across multiple seasons. So you're looking back at the last you know CBA about you know and basically what if Snyder did what or if the team did and we don't know who authorized it. If if you know you're 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 looking at you know a possible lawsuit from or an unfair labor practices charge. You know, there's a from from the from the players' union. It's it, that's that's the bigger headache if if it goes that route and if if these claims can be verified, that's going to be the biggest headache. And then he's not going to be well well thought of among uh, NFL ownership if that goes down. Um, okay, so uh, what did they actually find? What what has actually been discovered in regards to his books? That he uh, there was an, an unnamed executive um, who did have an interview uh, with the committee a few weeks back who, who 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 said that he kept two books and that was something I reported uh, about twelve days ago um, and um, and then there was there was t- test there was testimony that was uh, they, they relied on spreadsheets and emails and the uh, and an interview with a longtime ticket employee he worked there twenty four years and that's how they got had him moving money around possibly defrauding fans, you know, not giving back deposits, selling, selling, um, you know, saying the, the games, the seats were not available and selling those seats into a block of, of brokers, you know, there's, and also just not sharing the entire, you know, revenue with the NFL as he's required to under NFL bylaws. Um, okay. So what, what's, what's next? I think there, uh, I, I reported yesterday that, you know, the subpoenas, at least one has gone out um, trying to see who that went off to and when the interview is going to happen. But I think, you know, there's going to this is going to go in a couple different directions. One, you know, there are a few, actually. So the, the Federal Trade Commission got that letter yesterday so they could do their own investigation. The Oversight Committee is kind of wants to shift back to the hostile workplace um, investigation, which is which is why it started after all the group emails dropped in October. Um, you know, between Bruce Allen and, and John Gruden, they got Gruden kind of, yeah, he abruptly resigned there in Vegas. Um, and then the other part of it is Mary Jo White was hired uh, after the Super Bowl to to check out the latest hot, the latest claims against Snyder and the team as as it pertained to uh, um, workplace harassment, basically. Um, and now uh, being told me yesterday that there that, that Mary Jo White, who was the former head of the SEC, will now. Can, is now going to look into the financial part of it, uh, into the in, into the team's finances, and to see w- if what was told to this committee was w- was accurate. And she might find other stuff too. Okay, so where does it stand with the NFL? How does their how does their process work? Well, they're basically going to be kind of sitting back and looking, waiting to see what Mary Jo White, um, who, who who was who they hired, is going to find. And, uh, you know, there, you know, there's going to be some chat. There's still uh, the owners I've talked to over the last couple of weeks. They're still they're, they're still trying to figure out what you know, what went down. He does. You know, he's as much as he's not liked in this where I live out here in the D.C. area. He, he does have some, um, you know, some some fans among the other owners, including Jerry Jones. Um, so and, and there you need 24 votes to remove an owner, just like you need 24 votes to approve one when 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 a sale takes place. So I think I think in the I think you know we're we're not even to the point where they're discussing you know putting them up for a vote. I don't even know if we're even there yet, where they kind of strongly suggest Snyder sells the team, which basically that's kind of what happened with Richardson. But and and, and in my reporting, Jerry Richardson, you know, for I people I've talked to over the last few weeks, they, some of those people don't even think he would have been removed as an owner if he didn't decide to sell the Carolina Panthers. So that was kind of a little shocking to me. But that's how they don't want to set a precedent of removing an owner like the other leagues with. Yeah, obviously the Dodgers, unfortunately, with Kershaw today, but with 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 McCourt, with the Dodgers, or with uh, with Sterling, with the uh, Clippers, they they don't want to set that kind of precedent in the NFL. No, but 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 McCourt, it was it was the same thing though. McCourt, it was the 
I mean, basically, you know, it was living off credit, you know, and he, I mean, he, he didn't, he didn't put down, I'm not sure he put down any money to buy the team. No, and Fox then was, gave him that, Fox gave him that sweet deal, man. Big Fox, yeah, that was when they, when they got rid of, so yeah, I mean, they, and they, and they carried a lot of the load for a while. Yeah. So yeah, it's totally, you know, we're not, there's no indications that Snyder is struggling financially. So you're right. Um, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. AJ Perez is joining us. If you love knowing about the business end of, of sports and how all these deals are done and what the real meat to things, check out uh, Front Office Sports. Uh, uh, he, among others, does a fantastic job o- over there. Um, what about the element of these other owners going like, look, I'm tucking some of this money away in my sock as well. What I don't want, I'm not even necessarily appalled by Snyder, but he got caught, and now all of a sudden they may come look at my books. How much does that energize them to potentially try and get rid of him? Yeah, that's no, that's a good point. I don't, I, I haven't heard that part of it. I, I have been talking to people who've worked for this team, and there are a lot of NDAs, so I really can't. I can't talk to many, but there are some that don't. But there's there's things that happened in both at the ticket office, which is at FedEx Field in, in, in Maryland, and I live here near uh, in Virginia near the team's headquarters. There, there's things that have gone down, and I've heard this from over the years from multiple people that don't go down uh, any other NFL franchise. These people have worked for multiple franchises over the years. You know, there's there's stuff that happens in, in a lot of departments, and we saw a lot of that when the with so many women coming forward with just horrific stories to tell. About her, about you know how they were harassed by managers and you know and they just their lives are miserable and you know pay disparity and everything else you know there there's you know, there's there's always you know there's always stories around that and um, you know and other teams have issues we've seen we've seen over the years but there just seems to be repeated issues and uh, you know that part of it is because you know Dan is not the most liked person around here so I think that's whenever there's anything bad there people want to amplify it no question. No question. I mean, look, it started when he started cha- charging fans to come watch uh, preseason practice when he first took over. And there's been a series of of missteps along the way. But my point, and I think you, you kind of backed it up, is all that may upset people. But the only shot they have of really getting rid of him is is if, if it if it affects the other owner's pockets, that's when you, you run. the. That's when all of a sudden this becomes a real discussion in regards to him losing the team. Yeah, and especially if like the if, if the PA puts up a good, you know, a good argument and a good, you know, if they have to reopen the books for, you know, well if if the commanders did, did this wrong like you said, you know, what, what how do we know the other teams aren't doing this? You know, if, if it goes that direction, that's going to be that's going to cause a lot of issues for Snyder. No question about it. AJ, great stuff. Uh, um, thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to talking in the near future. Great. Thanks for having me on. A.J. Perez, front office sports. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Was Odell Beckham Jr.'s first ACL surgery screwed up? You'll find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Man, we have uh, we got some fun stuff coming up next hour. Daniel Jeremiah in the third hour of the show. Our picks on tonight's games, which really mean you need to pay attention to Bayer because he nailed it on, on last night. Uh, we'll get to Dan now with a little game time. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Game Time is brought to you by Hustler Turf, the brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers to run their businesses and for us weekend shows. Hustler Turf is a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. That's HustlerTurf.com. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, the game today is... Real news, fake news. Five scenarios for you to try and decipher if they are real or fake. Doug, real news, your fake news. Odell Beckham Jr.'s first ACL surgery was messed up. Is that real news or fake news? Sounds like real news. They're real and they're spectacular. That was the message from Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network made the comments of the Pat McAfee show today that OBJ's first ACL surgery following his injury when he was a member of the Cleveland Browns Never properly healed, and now the Rams doctors this time around were able to clean up some other stuff in that knee. Dr. James Andrews was the one who performed the first surgery, but yeah, so now they feel that OBJ could be back uh, better than ever after his entire knee has been cleaned up after this most recent ACL surgery. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now that there's probably going to be some sort of retort from Dr. James Andrews. I would hope so. I, I would I, I, I would point out that every doctor ever 
for any athlete. And this is this is the problem with the um, what's the kid's name from uh, Alabama, uh, Jameson. Um, Jameson Williams. James. Yeah. In that, you remember Adam Schefter put out he'll be back and running a you know a four two yes. when he's back. Like, yes. And and look, if you followed his recovery, he's way ahead of schedule. Okay. But you have no idea. And most of it, honestly, is in the rehab. Some of it can be in bad luck. There's a, a million different things. You can be allergic to the the screws, have an allergy to the something in the screws that they put in to hold the graft in place. I had, I developed a little cyst, not in the knee, but below the knee where they harvested, I did the hamstring. And like I had this it, like little alien style bump. Then all of a sudden I woke up one morning and I know this is kind of gross. The cyst popped or whatever, but it just, sometimes things develop. But what I, I find to be hilarious is every time an athlete gets a surgery, the surgeon comes out or the, the agent puts out and he's going to make a full recovery. You don't know anything. And a doctor's never going to come out going like, Whoa, I don't know. I screwed that one up. Right. Yeah. It, it all, it just sounds a bit like propaganda. Better oh. than ever. Look at yes. you know. I'm gonna be is... better than ever. Really? Yeah. You broke your leg in half in New York. You had two ACL surgeries, but you're gonna be better than ever. Oh, <laughs> uh, real news or fake news, Doug? The Dallas Cowboys have developed the first ever partnership in the NFL with a cryptocurrency. Sounds like real news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Yeah, Cowboys partnering with RamosCoin.com. No, it's Blockchain.com. <laughs> There's really a Blockchain.com? Yes. You can have a .com when everything else is just technically on a blockchain? I, I, I don't know anything about this, so I <laughs> I, I just uh, got the report and wrote it down, but blockchain.com is who the Cowboys have partnered with. Ask an, NF- ask an NFT guy to explain to you blockchain, and then be prepared to be put to sleep. NFT like, stands I, for no bleeping thank you. Yeah, uh, I, I, and, I, I don't know. What I am I so I lost. Know. Yeah, I am so lost. Uh, real news or fake news, Doug? Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo has the best odds on Bet Rivers to win the 2022 Finals MVP award. Uh, wait, Giannis has the best odds? According to Bet Rivers, is that real news or fake news? Fake news. You are fake news. It is. Devin Booker is the best odds. Plus 400 if you go to BetRivers.com and check that out. Giannis is next at plus 500. They well, Suns have the best odds to I, win I it think, all. I, so. That's interesting because I thought Jokic would, would have the best uh, would have the This best is odds. finals MVP. NBA oh, finals, finals MVP. MVP. Yes. Yeah, because they think the Suns are going to win it, right? Yep. Got it. And yep. they think that Giannis is going to be there, but the Suns are going to win it. Doug, real news or fake news, one of the first cracks in the relationship between James Harden and Kevin Durant's relationship in Brooklyn was Durant being frustrated with Harden being out of shape to start the season. Is that real news or fake news? Real news. They're real and they're spectacular. Sluggish, coming out slow, something that irritated Kevin Durant at the start of this campaign, and things apparently just never got better between the two. Yeah, he he couldn't believe that, that, I mean, like, Kevin Durant's a baller. And James Harden loves to play basketball, but also loves to do other stuff. And the lack of conditioning is a lack of buy-in, and I, I don't, I don't blame him. Finally, Doug, real news or fake news? Despite missing the cut at the Masters, Bryson DeChambeau has the best odds to win next month's PGA Championship at Southern Hills. Is that um, real or fake? I'm gonna go. Fake news. You are fake news. Call. Bryson hasn't been in the form, and now there's this. He's going to have wrist surgery on Thursday. Pulled out of a long drive competition that was scheduled to happen later this week in Florida. So Bryson may not even tee it up at Southern Hills next month in the PGA Championship. The odds-on favorite right now is John Rahm. Slight favorite over Scotty Scheffler, Colin Morikawa, and a few others. Uh, Bryson was a little bit further down, but now may not even be listed at all following this latest news. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Can we go? Can we go to the U.S. Open? Have, I, have, have you ever played Southern Hills? No. And that's where the PGA is. But, I, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Can we go to the PGA? Like, That'd be awesome. Um, it it might be my favorite crazy hard golf course to play. Do you know Do you know why? No. You play with one ball. Oh, you're not going to lose it. No. No, those other ones where you just got to bring sleeves, like, yeah. give me another ball, no fun. give me another ball. Like, it's just a hard golf course. But it's like a real country club. It's right in the middle of South Tulsa. It's very near Oral Roberts. It's going to be hotter than hell, right? I mean, you, you, you know what you're, 
you know what you're going to get. Daniel Jeremiah next hour, plus Baker Mayfield. Was he treated poorly? Find out next. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts